Hoopball Podcast listeners. Are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? Well, we've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. The following is a Hoopball presentation. Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. I can tell you guys right out of the shoot, this is not going to be an extensive fantasy basketball podcast. And I think you had to expect that coming into it after a way, a wild, wild Wednesday, an historic Wednesday that we were all witness to. You know, there is something getting past the the actual subject matter just for a moment, and, and that's not going to be the way we approach things on this podcast, but just for a moment here at the beginning, getting, getting past the subject matter. Yesterday, August the 26th, 2020, is a day that I think all of us will remember, perhaps for our entire lives. I think we will say it. I mean, we might not remember that it was 2020, although it's a pretty damn easy year to remember. Oh, yeah, it was the year that, uh, you know, we wiped out 200,000 people in a, in a global pandemic. Remember that year where the NBA players had to isolate themselves in, in a Disney magic bubble? And then, what are they calling it? Boycott, wildcat strike, doesn't matter. For our two days of playoff games... Because their message was getting muddled. It was. So, uh, first of all, welcome to Fantasy NBA Today. I'm Dan Vespers. This is a HoopBall presentation. Um, we're going to go no promo on today's podcast because, you know, what the hell? Like, there are no games, no games we're wagering on. So, what am I going to do? Tell you about my bookie today? You guys know the drill. You guys know the drill. Go, go sign up with our sponsors. That's it. Not going to go into it. So we talked about this a couple of months ago. We talked about societal issues on this podcast when protests were breaking out across the country as a result of the, the killing of George Floyd. That was end of May, beginning of June, I believe. And what I said on the podcast then still holds now, which is that I am a white Jewish guy who has... I mean, I've faced my share of anti-Semitism, but I, you know, I have the ability to hide in plain sight, if you want to call it that. I've, I've lived in places where I did not make my religion outwardly obvious. And so what I think about what's going on doesn't matter. It doesn't. My, as does the opinion of many of us watching this all play out from the sidelines. It doesn't matter. I think all we can do as basketball fans is support these people that, for one, obviously are human. That's part of the discussion here. But play this incredible game 
to our entertainment, to our benefit, and we enjoy it. And I think, for the most part, NBA and NBA fans have been on the right side of history throughout the years. So let's just keep doing that. What I can comment on, on this podcast, is the way that people have reacted to it. And I have beef with almost every single way. At the same time, you know, it's not entirely fair that I'm going to call out the way people are reacting to things. But I just, I want to point out, and it's possible you're doing it without even realizing you're doing it. So I don't want, I don't want this show to feel like me getting up on a soapbox and giving you guys a stern lecture. I want it to be a one-man discussion where the things I'm saying I'm hope hopefully you guys can take just a few minutes and internalize them because again we as a collective we can feel certain ways about what's going on but it doesn't really matter the players are going to do what they believe is best as a group and we have to support that. We have to. Maybe if internally you're thinking one thing, outwardly, it's very important that we support the players in what they're trying to accomplish. Even if you feel like maybe there are times where they're doing it the wrong way. And I'm sure a lot of you, in in good faith, have felt that way. I don't actually think that, and that's another thing that gets lost on Twitter in particular, is the nuance of it. I've seen the reactions have ranged from one side of the spectrum all the way to the other. There are folks who believe that what the players are fighting for is is of utmost importance, paramount, who support Equality, Black Lives Matter, everything that comes with it, but can still think that there are better ways to do it. That doesn't make them a bad person. And that's what happens on Twitter and stuff like this. Someone's like, yes, please, let's let's get to the end of this problem, but let's here's my suggestion on how we do it. That person is not a bad person, but it's also not really their place to tell the players to do it another way. Do you see where the nuance comes in that we can get to on a podcast where I can express thoughts in far more than 280 characters than on Twitter? Because on Twitter, if you say, yes, this is great, do it another way, you sound like a dick. Sorry. You sound selfish if you put that in 140, 280 characters on Twitter. If you're able to sit down with somebody and say, here are the ways I think you should do this. Let me come up with some ideas. Let's brainstorm. That's so different. And it's why social media can be the thing that keeps us all glued to our screens when these historic events are happening in front of our eyes. And it's also the thing that makes us all hate each other. And then the other side is happening this morning. The players have... uh, All right, well, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. Um, Chronologically, yesterday, very shortly after this podcast dropped in the morning... And by the way, I mean, look, if you're listening to this show to hear me talk about fantasy basketball or even the playoffs right now, just skip today's show. It's fine. You don't have to. I know. Normally, this show is your 
30 to 55 minute break from other stuff. We don't, I don't dive into this too often, but today's a special day. And I'm sure some of you people are going to love it and some are going to hate it. I think, I think we can have a pretty nice discussion on today's podcast without it getting hyper-politicized. But who the hell knows? Someone out there, there's always someone listening to the pod that's like, if they hear one thing that sounds even remotely political, they turn and they light a, a stick of dynamite under the thing. So you're, you've been warned. We're not really going to talk about basketball today. Just skip it. You don't have to listen to every show. It's fine. Those of you that want to continue and work through this thing, let's do it together. This is fun. Okay, fun's not the right word. Okay, chronologically, yesterday, right after this podcast dropped, the... I actually forgot what time the first game was starting. It was at uh, about noon Pacific time. Noon or noon 30 out here. Yeah, that's right. I said noon 30. And... I didn't. I forgot to put it on the TV. Very rarely do that. When the games are starting at 10 a.m., I knew as soon as I got the podcast posted, flick on the TV, figure out what station the first game was on because it would be starting in the next half hour. Yesterday was different. Teams got eliminated. So sort of went about my other stuff and kind of forgot. Kind of forgot. And then Twitter reminded me there was a game coming, but also that... One team was missing. I thought, what? And then I remembered the report from the previous night that the Celtics and the Raptors had been discussing a potential playoff boycott. Well, that's not, that's not the Celtics or the Raptors, but at least it's kind of in the back of my mind. And then we, we saw the Magic leave the floor, and it became this sort of seismic shift of a moment things obviously snowballed a bit from there you know you 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 basically knew that the rest of the games yesterday weren't going to happen there was no way the other two games were going to happen which would basically have been butting heads with what the bucks and then subsequently the magic had done in the early game and at that point you pretty much knew there weren't going to be any games today because every single player Every single team that was still in the bubble was going to want to be a part of this. There needed to be a unified front. So each team was going to miss at least one game. As soon as it happened, I think that was fairly obvious. Then the question became, how does it come back from this? And of course, Twitter did its reacting where everybody that covers the NBA says, oh, it might be over and... Half, the, half of the reporters said a veteran NBA player texted that it's probably done. It might be over. We always have the same, I mean, like, do you guys ever get tired the way I do of watching the reactions? The reactions are just so ridiculous. Guys, and I think you, I think my listeners here, you guys here on Fantasy NBA Today, I think we've trained ourselves at this point to read between the lines better than most. Because as this stuff was trickling out, you had to start to think about, and this is, believe me, I, I, I get it. This is a little bit of a jaded view of the situation. We talked about this a tiny bit on yesterday's show. It's a little bit of a jaded view of the situation, 
but you have to start thinking about it from the perspective of what is going to get us to our preferred outcome. And for the players, there is this emotional, visceral thing going on. But at the core of it, someone, we don't know who is, you know, the 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 head of the operation. It sounds like George Hill's been a, a big voice there, but I have to imagine LeBron James, probably Chris Paul, guys that are high up in the Players Association, whatever. Someone, in addition to the emotional side, has to also try to separate the goal element from the emotional element. This is when we saw uh, what now, that this is what we call the what now part of the proceedings where a lot of people are like well what is what is their end game and then a lot of people said you can't even ask that question because right now all they care about is in the moment guess what everybody's still being okay it's actually okay to say what is what is the next move they don't have to have it all planned out ahead of time but once it's going i think cweb actually made a really good point. He was like, look, they don't have to have a plan right now. You just got to get the attention first, and now they've got the attention. Sure did. But then, once you have the attention, you have to figure out what you're going to do with it. That's correct. There's nothing wrong with someone asking what is the next move. You can be damn sure that that people in within the players' group are asking that very same question. So can we stop shaming each other for asking perfectly reasonable, not hateful questions? I think we all wanted to know. Well, we still don't know. But this morning, after the players met for a long time last night, we found out last night that the Lakers and the Clippers in particular were pushing to end the season By the way, I have thoughts on that as well. Again, we have to read between the lines on this stuff. We have to read between the lines on this stuff. The Lakers and the Clippers are the tickets for the NBA right now. They have the marquee evening games. There's a reason the Clippers and the Lakers play the late game every weekday that they've had playoff games. They're the late game. They're the one they throw in prime time because people want to watch Kawhi and LeBron and AD and Paul George. Those teams are the marquee teams. They have to be the ones to take a stand. I know it sounds like a negotiating ploy, but to some small degree, it is. That's where the pragmatism comes in. In the middle of this big fire of emotion, someone at that table has to say, okay, what's our move here? They have to, even if it sucks, even if in the moment the move, if, if even if all they want in that moment is, look, we just, our move right now is just we don't want to play for a day or two days or six days or however many days. You got attention now. It's an opportunity. I know, man, I know. It's a, it's a crummy way to have to look at it, but because no one else is doing anything, <laughs> this is like 
the only recourse here. So the NBA, basically, look at it from the negotiating standpoint. While everyone on Twitter is yelling, the sky is falling, it's over, the season never coming back. The NBA looks at this and says, oh, okay, so these teams are willing to leave the bubble. What do we need to do to make sure that they don't? And I think we're going to find that out over the course of the next one to two days, if I had to guess. I don't know if it had anything to do with what was happening yesterday, but already this morning we've seen that the uh, Rockets Arena in Houston will be turned into a polling place. I think that's the fifth or sixth NBA arena. <clears throat> Excuse me, NBA arena or baseball stadium, I guess you can lump into that as well. But, you know, the the last thing I really wanted to, to go over in, in the scheme of all of this, because it is such a, a, a big, it's such a big deal, is... You can't, you just can't clobber the players on both sides. You can't do it. They got killed yesterday by folks that didn't want them to protest, and they got killed today by folks that wanted them to protest more. It doesn't work like that. We just have to be a cheerleading section. That's our job right now. Support, basically unconditional support. We might think we know better sometimes. And maybe history will show that someone had a better idea. I don't know. But it doesn't matter. This is not an I told you so situation. This is not a we know better situation. It's just not. So it's our job. It's our job as basketball enthusiasts, as loony bins, whatever you want to call us, to... Sit back and watch how it plays out and hope for certain things. But we can't insert ourselves. Much as we as humanity, we love to insert ourselves in things. We just can't do it this time. So what I ask of all of you, and I I think, I hope that this didn't come off as a soapbox moment. I hope that this is more about, you know, the way to be an ally is it's okay As long as your heart's in the right place, I think it's okay to feel how you feel about all of this. If your heart is in the right place, which is the one thing that I don't think, I, I, there's one thing that I cannot tolerate, and that is someone who's not in agreement that the desired goal in all of this, equality, isn't a good thing. If you don't think that's worth pursuing, I don't think I want you as a listener. I don't. But the means to get there, we all have different ideas on how to achieve that. This is what the players are doing. And we have to be okay with that. However we feel. We can have ideas, we can want other things to be done, but we have to be okay with whatever's happening right now. It's very important. So, join me in saying, at the end of this pod today, this short the specialty Thursday pod. Join me in saying, thank goodness we will have our basketball. I think we can all agree selfishly that this is good for us. Mentally, I know I've needed it. And also, let's watch and see and let's hope that good things are... Uh, good things are going to come from this. <laughs> Chris on Twitter says he feels a rant coming. No, this wasn't really a rant. 
I'm not out here to just to call out names. I think a lot of us are in the right place. Not everybody, but I think a lot of us are in the right place. And I've seen all these different responses. But we got to take it easy, man. You can't kill the players on both sides. You can't. That's the part that's that's crushing me is they, they're doing too much yesterday and not doing enough today. Come on, guys. Come on. What are you doing on Twitter? What are you doing? They're doing way more than you are regardless. So dial it back. Social media, dial it back. We're all guilty of it. Let's enjoy another day off. And uh, let's see what news comes out over the rest of the day. I think there will be some interesting things. I, I hope that there will be some interesting things. The NBA's Board of Governors, uh, I think they're probably still in their meeting right now. And um, I'm sure we'll hear something. So have a great day, everybody. Um, congrats on, on witnessing history. I don't know what else to say. I'm Dan Vespers. This is Fantasy NBA Today. We'll be back at you tomorrow with a Friday show where we'll break down games we already broke down for yesterday's show. <laughs> All right. So long, everybody. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.